The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. In today's podcast, Limestone Coasters, I'm going to catch up with Joe, and she and I are going to talk Fringe this weekend. All roads will lead to Narracourt. I've also got a local author on the line. Adam has written a cracker book. Tonight, you get the chance to go and hear him talk about his adventures in India at the Riddock Arts and Cultural Centre. And I don't know whether you listened to the radio show this morning at all, but I introduced you to a Limestone Coast local legend. Let's get things underway. Time to talk fringe in the Limestone Coast. G'day, Joe. Good morning. How are you? I am sensational. Happy fringe. Hey, happy fringe to you too. It's been an excellent couple of weeks and I'm excited about the next couple. Now, what can you tell me about fringe shows in the Limestone Coast? Because you guys are going to be very busy over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. So we're heading to Narracourt this weekend. Um, so the 11th to 13th of March, you'll see a lot of activity in Narracourt. Uh, the main sort of free family-friendly parties happening on the 12th of March from 2pm. Uh, but then there's also um, a couple of great events. There's uh, for the Love of Words and Wine, which is a spoken word and wine night, which will be excellent. Um, and then also Bloom, for those of you who may not know, local singer-songwriter Poppy Moyle-Reed. She performed at the Narracourt Street Party last year and uh, she's bringing back her own solo show um, and I think that'll be really excellent as well. So lots happening in Narracourt. Um, and then Fringing Mount Gambia kicks off uh, on the 25th of March um, and we've got a couple of concerts there as well, including the 64 that are in there, and I think, on the 2nd of April. So some really exciting stuff in Mount Gambia too. Now, Joe, for people who want to take part in all things Fringe in the Limestone Coast, how do we find out more and how do we be part of it? So if you'd like to participate in Fringe, then, you know, everyone is welcome. It's an open access festival. Venues, artists, everyone get involved. It's never too late. Um, you can definitely contact artists at adelaidefringe.com.au. But if you want to be an audience member and you want to get behind it and come to some of our events, just head, head to adelaidefringe.com.au. Hey, Joe, let's catch up again over the next couple of weeks and talk more about what's going on Fringe-wise. Have a great weekend in Narracourt, and thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Speak soon. Bye. Loso Coasters, something very special is taking place tonight at the City Hall, the Riddock Arts and Cultural Centre. A local bloke has gone on a journey that most of us could only dream about. He has also written a book about it. It's called Cows, Curries and Chaos. Adam Bamford joins me on the line for a chat. Adam, good morning. Good morning. How are you going? I'm good. Adam, you got to go on an incredible trip through India. You've written a book about it. Tell me your story. Uh, in 2015, we did a charity rally similar to the posty bike event that they have here uh, across India. But it was um, a bit different because we had no support. We had no backup. We had no maps. We had no accommodation. Um, we were basically just thrown out there and told to meet them at the other end, which was nearly 3,000 k's away. So we did. What was it like to uh, to leave the confines of the Limestone Coast and go on an epic adventure like this? Um, it was actually very scary uh, in a lot of ways because we were driving a um, 145cc two-stroke tuk-tuk which is not really suited for this sort of travel. <laughs> and uh, India's roads are notoriously dangerous. I think their statistic is about one fatality every four minutes across the country. Wow. 
Um, and so we had to very, very quickly learn and understand how the Indian road system works and, and how if it's bigger than you, you get out of its way. So, yeah, it was it was pretty scary at times, but overall it was just the most incredible experience. Adam, did you have any idea of how chaotic the experience was going to be before you left Australia's shores? I did. I had been to India before for a week, uh, just north of um, Kolkata, and we had a driver there, and, and that was scary enough in itself, but to do it yourself in a smaller vehicle with two other people in the back that you're responsible for, for 3,000 k's um, at probably around 40 k's an hour for the entire trip was uh, interesting to say the least. So Adam, how did how did you go from deciding to do this trip through India and, and an epic trip at that to, to writing a book about the experience? I'd written um, like a blog or a journal for my family and friends while I was away. And when I got back, they sort of said, you really want to publish this because it's really amusing. It's really uh, interesting to hear sort of the things that you did. And so I left it for a while and about 12 months ago, thought that it was probably time to do something about it and yeah, got it all sorted and here we are. And Adam, I mean, did, did a trip like this put you off traveling anywhere in the world once again, or have you, uh, have you bitten the bullet and, and done some more trips? Um, after the trip, I was pretty keen to, to stay in Australia for a while because <laughs> India, India warts and all can be pretty rough um, for those that have been, they'll understand. Um, but about uh, three years ago, we did another one, um, another of these charity runs in a rickshaw or a tuk-tuk uh, across the Indian Himalayas starting in Ladakh, which is part of Kashmir, not that far from the border, that uh, the disputed borders with um, China. And we crossed the, uh, the Himalayan range to the hill tea areas of uh, Shimla. And, uh, and Adam, will there be a book about this story? And, and are you planning post-pandemic to, uh, to travel again? Yeah, so I'm sort of halfway through the next book, which is called um, Mountains, sorry, Monkeys, Mountains and Mayhem. <laughs> and the next one uh, is being planned and that will likely be uh, a lap of Sri Lanka and Tuk Tuk. Just incredible. Hey, Adam, tonight is going to be sensational. People are going to get the chance not only to uh, to hear you talk about this incredible journey, but to uh, to get a copy of the book as well. Thanks for joining us for a chat, Adam. No worries. Thanks very much. Now, Limestone Coasters, I mentioned local legends, and this morning I want to introduce you to a Limestone Coast local legend, Port McDonald's Grant Fensom was named the Lions Club of the City of Adelaide, South Australia Police 2020 Citizen of the Year. He's heavily involved in the Port Mac community, in the CFS, and in the SAAS as well. He even went nude for a great cause. He is the CFS Group Captain for Kingsley, and he is a Limestone Coast local legend. Triple M's Limestone Coast local legends. Hi, I'm Grant Fensom. I was born and bred in Port McDonnell, lived here all my life. I went down to Valley East Area School until year 11. I moved out, my first job, obviously I worked with my parents, started up our engineering business together with my father and been doing that ever since. It's been great. What's been the best thing that's ever happened to you? Find that probably a very hard question to answer. Uh, having my children has just been a blessing, getting married. One of my highlights, you know, just swinging with the stars, that, that event in itself. It was an eye-opener and one of the best memories of my life so far. Is there anything that scares you? 
not leaving my kids, not set up, but with a special needs kid. I can't answer that right now. I'm about to cry. That's okay. <laughs> Leaving my kids or my daughters behind unprepared and not being ready to fend for themselves properly or having a special needs kid, you know, them not being able to cope in society the way you'd like to and be prepared for that stuff. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that scares me. I don't care. I'm not worried about dying. I'm not worried about stuff. But yeah, leaving my daughter unprepared, that scares me. How did you start volunteering? That's actually really quite interesting. At a footy club level, uh, you know, back as a junior and stuff, that was just drilled in me from my parents. You know, you, you get in and help each other and do what you do because it's, you know, it's, it's yours, so why not put back into it? CFS-wise, <laughs> I um, accidentally set off in a fire alarm at the old TAFE college. We tried to hide that from everybody, but my penance when they found out what who it was and what it was was to go and write a letter to the CFS thing if I could join. That's where it started back when I was 17 from bad things, good things happen, I suppose. Grant, tell me about your role in the CFS, because obviously your role has changed since you were 17. Yeah, my role's definitely changed. I've raised up through the ranks, took over being a captain oh, 20 years ago of a local brigade, Port Mac, and opportunity came along that they needed someone to take up being a grip officer of the Kingsley group, which takes in six brigades. And I was approached to, would you do it? And I said, well, probably don't have the time at the moment, but yeah, why not? The rest is history. So yeah, my role's more making sure everyone is right to go and assisting our brigades to do what they do properly. And they're all great bunch of people compared to being on the, the front line, squirting water on, on fires or you know helping people out. I'm still there, but just doing something slightly different. Grant, obviously you are a huge part of the Paul McDonald community. Do you ever see yourself not being a volunteer and, and not being part of the essence of Port Mac? No, you're probably right. I don't think I ever see myself not being a part of the essence of Port Mac. Um, this this area is growing in a good in a good way. We've you know got heaps of housing happening, heaps of young people coming into the area. Um, the community's rallying behind each other in in what was happening with COVID and stuff. We we're, we're very mindful of been looking out for each other. I think mental health is a huge concern in this country with what goes on. So I think, yeah, no, I think I'll always be doing something somewhere, that's for sure, until they don't want me, I suppose. Grant Fensom, I am going to embarrass you totally. You put in a <laughs> hour of work for your community. <laughs> and, yep. uh, and, mate, you really are one of the Limestone Coast local legends. Thank you for talking to us this morning. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ewan. Find out more about this local legend. Search you and Grant on the listener app, Triple M. That's it for today's podcast. I'll be back Friday morning with everything Limestone Coast. Don't forget to catch up with everything happening across the Limestone Coast. Make sure you look out for the Matt Gambia local guide on Listener. You can catch up with me live on the radio, 6am weekday mornings on the Limestone Coast, 963 Triple M.